Hey, this is Bad Marriage for Life, episode 11. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you don't stop. We have revealed so much in the first 10 episodes of our lives. It's almost been really uncomfortable. Mm. You know, I feel like... Because I've been in the entertainment business so long, I can, when I'm on the radio, yeah, I, I share a lot of my life. Right. But I feel like I can pick and choose and try to make things funny. But there has been some really uncomfortable conversations that we have had on this show. <laughs> and then later on, when we see our producer Melvin puts out the clips and things, I'm yes. thinking like, okay, breathe through it, Jenny. It's going to be okay that all this is revealed. <laughs> but, you know, I think that the feedback has been so incredible. When we're out and about, people stop us now. The yep. other day, we were driving i was driving to um for an appearance and vic was you know we we're in the car together and a chick-fil-a delivery driver <laughs> pulled up beside us and was yelling at us and said oh my god jenny and vic i love your podcast in the window so there has been so much great yeah. feedback i was in target the other night mm-hmm. um and a young man walked over to me with his sister okay. um he was in his probably in his 20s young man said that he loves the podcast yeah that he struggles with anxiety and relationship issues and he wanted to thank me okay. for the podcast because he feels like it's helping him so much oh man that's good to hear and you know what's so funny yes. i don't even think we were ever like picturing we would help anyone no we were just like we're just gonna go on the podcast and talk about the things that we've been through in our yes. relationship and yes. make and pe- make people know that it's okay yes. that the relationship is not you know pristine yeah. picture perfect you know yes, a- like a lot of people try to make it look like that absolutely um but i just love all this great feedback that we're getting yes no no so when you came up with this idea and so and this was your idea it was it was it was it was just (laughs) like okay let's just be us you know yeah yeah yeah, let's just be us and let's just put it out there and and um see how it happens but the comments um in addition to what you what you just said the comments alone you know um through uh, you know on social media uh, you know they've been incredible you know you can see good bad yeah good bad and that's okay i have a thick skin for everybody that's been bashing me i have a thick skin you guys remember like i used to work for like vlad tv so those comments Uh, right there people like would say like yeah, really mean yeah, things ab- to me. Absolutely. You so have, I'm, I have a very thick skin. Yeah, it's you okay. have to have a thick yeah. skin to be in this, yeah. you know, you know, and then, yeah, there's been there's been there's been some attacks and right. stuff on on both of our parts, right? You know, from based based off some of the clips, you yeah. know, you know that people have seen. But again, overall, again, you know, I, like I said before in the previous episode, you know, we're just here to just you know tell some things about our, our life, and you know, and you know, and hopefully, you know, you it can relate to your life. This is a judgment free zone, right? Yeah, you know, and again, no one. No one is perfect, and you know we make mistakes, and we continue on. But again, yes, the, you know the feedback from people. Some, some one comment a guy said to me. He th- he said, "Thank you for your service." And oh so, yes, yeah, yes. He <laughs> Because I guess he was speaking. I'm standing up for the men. For men. I'm standing up for the men. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying the shit that they want to say. <laughs> and that's okay. That's okay. But you know, when I do, when I do look back mm-hmm. on you know some of the clips and past episodes, you know, I do see a pattern. There's a pattern there of you know. We're just kind of trying to go through life, trying to figure things out. Meaning like me and Vic both did not have good role models when it came to relationships. You know, he grew up with a single mom. His father was pretty much non-existent his whole life. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and then me, my mother and father, you know, were in the same household. But I don't feel like they necessarily liked each other. My father was a very bad alcoholic. Mm. My mother, you know, kept trying to sweep all of that under the rug all the time and make sure that people 
thought things were perfect for all of us. Right. Um, but, you know, children know when things are not good in a relationship. Right. And, you know, it's so funny because the other night, me and my mom had a whole conversation about, um, because, you know, I have men in my family that are still alive that I feel like are verbally abusive sometimes to me. Okay. And so we were talking, and I don't want to name names, obviously, because I still have to deal with these people in my family. Yes. But the point is, a lot of times I see those men as products of how my father, you know, brought them up or were, was around them. Mm -hmm. And I feel like my father was very verbally abusive, not only to my mom, but to me. And, um, and even his father was just like, you know, very short with his wife. He controlled her. My grandmother, when she reached a certain age, he took away her rights to even like drive. Mm. So he was able to control the situation all the time. My it grandfather. It's a cycle. That yes, it's, it's like a cycle of right. abuse that goes on with the men in my family. Right. And um and you know me and my mother had a very heart to heart conversation um a couple of days ago because you know I told her I have a very hard time dealing with the men that are still alive in our family. That that are abusive that way. You know, mm -hmm. I've dealt with a lot of trauma. My grandfather sexually molested me um, when I was going into fourth grade. Um, right. I lived with I lived with my grandmother and grandfather and my father uh, in Rhode Island while my mother was trying to sell her house in New York. Right. And I, I spent like the whole summer and the first part of the school year kind of staying at my grandparents' house because uh, my mother was still behind. And, you know, my grandfather came on to me mm. and you know um that i think has also really affected me um so with all of that being said you know i think and i when me and my mom are having these conversations um i think that you know all of what i've seen and and been a part of in my family with these abusive men mm -hmm. has really made me the person that i am and also kind of all, like always made me feel like i didn't deserve Right. Someone really good to me. And so I think and I and it's so funny, Vic, like, I think you heard some of the conversation. Me and my mother were both crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, with that being said, you, you know, you kind of get used to not being treated right. Right. So That's when I started dating men, I looked for men that were abusive, right? like really mm -hmm. abusive. And mm -hmm. I've had really bad relationships, like one after af another after another. And I told my mom that I said, I really believe what happened to me with my grandfather. And of course, my mom doesn't really talk about that. Because right. even when at the time when that did happen, and my grandfather came on to me, and thankfully, I was able to lock myself in a room and get away from him. Right. But but he did, you know, like try to sexually molest me. Um, and he got away with some of it. But right. anyway, you know, I, th I told her, I said, I think everything that happened has created me as the woman that I am right. and because of that I didn't feel like I really deserved love yeah. and I I felt like I didn't deserve someone to be good to me right. because you kind of that's how you're raised right. and so when we first started up together you know I was coming off that of an abusive relationship yes. that's all I knew was you know people being abusive to me mm -hmm. um, I think that I took out a lot on you you know, because of the trauma that I dealt with. Right. And then I know that you in the past have dealt with a lot of trauma as well. Right. I don't know if you really mm -hmm. want to speak about that or not. But, you know, with that being said, I think that that's why I'll, in the past we didn't know that. Right. You know, like we didn't. And now, now we're in our 40s. I think we're a little bit more self-aware right. about who we are and the things we have been through and kind of had to face more through separately right. going to trauma. I mean, to therapy and whatever. Right. But you know, it's really been, 
eye-opening even talking to my mom because, you know, my dad wouldn't come home sometimes. My mo- my father used to scream mm. at my mother. Yeah. You know, and my mother would have to have, like, the dinner on the table. And my mother worked. My right. mother worked seven days a week my whole life. Yes. She would have to have dinner on the table at seven. You know, there was things that, and I guess that that's why I was so, I, I, I didn't know. And right. so... Even, and I want to apologize because even early on in our relationship, I know I caused like a lot, I feel like I caused a lot more issues than needed to be caused. Right. Well, you know? And, well, you know, and, 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 that, and that aspect again, you, Jenny, you, you, we all have go through different points in our life of, of development right. and stuff, right? So you can't, I, I can't like hold you accountable for something that you did earlier, you know, early on in our relationship. At the time, yes, because of who I was or whatever and stuff like that, my responses to it, you know, may have, you know, you know, I, I, I may have been something that I didn't want to, you know, tolerate and stuff, you know, but I understood, you know what I'm saying? Like being with, what happened with you with your grand with your grandfather and stuff at that age, at that age or whatever even though you grow up and older you know in years and stuff like that you still remain you know emotionally that four-year-old mm-hmm. you know that five year because of i wasn't that, four years old i was me, going into fourth grade excuse me going into fourth grade yes. pardon me and yes. stuff like that you know what i'm saying going into fourth grade or whatever and stuff that 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 when that when that incident happened and, it, and it, then it, it kind of spiral it spirals down to you know how you interact with people you know right. what i'm saying you know the build kind of just what you just said as far as relationships you seeking you know abusive relationships and then as far as like what your mother <clears throat> is concerned or whatever stuff you know because of the role that she was in as a woman and as a female, um, you know, she probably felt helpless, you know, and not being able to help because she's a victim herself. Yeah. You, you understand what I'm saying or whatever and stuff? So, you know, her, you know, not justifying it and stuff, you know, the, the ignoring of what you said, you know, happened to you or whatever and stuff. But when sometimes when you feel defenseless or about things, it's best to kind of block them out and be blind to them right. and stuff, you yeah. know what I'm saying, out of fear and stuff, you know, and as you grow in, and as you grow and develop. Me, in my case, and as you spoke on, you know, it was it was a situation where I did not have a father and stuff, yeah. you know what I'm saying, in my, in my house. You know, the uh, earliest memories of my my father, I can I can recall the night, the last time, the last that I saw my father, that I, that I saw my father before that. Um, I'm, I'm going to say when I was probably about six years old and stuff, you know. So in that night, you know, I used to go over to the weekends and and um, and spin out his, you know, he used to come pick me up or whatever. And I go to his apartment. He lived literally 15, 20 minutes away from me in the Bronx and stuff you know and one night it was really really rainy it was it was it was it was a storm it was a rain it was a rainstorm and I'm in his apartment building and he had a, a stack of um loose leaf papers about a hundred about a hundred loose leaf papers and he was watching TV and uh and uh I was just a kid and I, I started making paper airplanes and stuff right and just flinging them out the window and you're bored yeah I'm bored He's doing <laughs> nothing. Yes. Yeah. and I'm, I'm flinging I'm flinging them out the window or whatever stuff like that you know what I mean I um, probably about, I probably went through that whole pack of damn loose leaf paper, you know, and said, and then probably maybe around like the seven or six o'clock, six thirty, seven o'clock hour, he said, "Yo, we're going out and stuff," you know, and I'm like, "Okay," so we leave out his building, and we go to his car. He had a car at the time, you know, and um, you know, and as I'm, we're walking to his car, all you can see on the ground is just all the loose leaf papers <laughs> wet in the stand, in the all over the ground from the paper airplanes that I saw. Probably a hundred, I, I littered like crazy, you know. So anyway, we went to um 
whoever his female friend was at the time, um, we went to her apartment and stuff, to her house, you know, and I recall him, um, again, he's supposed to be watching me for the weekend and stuff, you know, him and my mother, you know, that whatever. So, um, you know, I remember going and having them in one they were in one room and me being in another room and they had um, the movie The Wizard of Oz on and stuff, right? And um, at the time, um, you know, they used to have all these commercials that used to come on TV and I'm a kid and they'd be like, the commercials would be like, hey, if you want to order pizza, pizza, give me a pizza with everything on it right, and stuff, yeah. you know what I'm right. saying? Everything on it, you know? So you you didn't know what the hell everything on it meant or whatever, but as a kid, you're like, oh man, that sounds cool, you know? So I tell my dad, you know what I'm saying, as we're at his friend's house or with girl, this woman or whatever, you know, I'm like, hey, yeah, I want a pizza, I want a pizza, give me a pizza with everything on it, you know kid but as an adult he should have known like you know uh, you know as a parent like you know my son's not gonna want all that stuff so a pizza with everything came on it came with anchovies peppers <laughs> onions, all the stuff i like oh yeah <laughs> you know all the stuff that a six-year-old kid does not yeah. like yeah. <laughs> like that so i never I, I never forget you know they gave me that pizza that put me in another room. Uh, the Wizard of Oz was on. I was pick, you again. Yeah, I was picking that, uh, picking at that pizza. Um, he went in. He went in the other. He went in the other room, and did, they did whatever they did and stuff at that time. Uh, and then the next day, he took me back home to my mother and my mother, you know, to, to back home or whatever and stuff. And somehow, again, I don't know. My mother found out about this situation or whatever. I could, this was the night that he cheated and stuff. You know, always oh, um, with the woman, right? Because I think. When you told me a story before, you said that I, you think you said something. I don't know if I said something or if he found. Yeah, I probably did. Yeah, you yes, had told I me said something. Yes, I said something. And that's why I'm like so emotional are, because yeah, I'm I, sorry. I know that you blame yourself for like you blame yourself for that, and yeah. it's still to this day. And it's like, but that wasn't about you. Right. That was about him, right? Being yes. immature and not being able to be a good father mm -hmm. and not being able to be loyal to your mom or at least communicate that right. he wasn't, he didn't want that type of relationship with your mom. Right. And, and I just feel so bad because you've carried that around with you for so many years. It's okay. It's okay. Babe, I'm like, don't cry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, you know, so, so yeah, I did. I went and, you know, I told, I told my mother, you know, I, I told my mother that that uh, you know um that uh you know, you know what 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 happened or whatever. Just like, oh, but now, you know, I watched Wizard of Oz. And yes. I got a pizza with anything on, but right. I didn't like it. And so we was at Dad's friend's house, and my mother, you know, what I'm saying, putting two the two together, whatever. And, you know, she went over to my father's house and threw a brick through his window. So you know, as far as me telling my mother, you know, he what happened? She, he could have. Um, you know, stepped up, you know, and, and said, you know, I, I, I messed up or whatever, but that has nothing to do with, you know, me being a father, you know, and raising, and, and, and raising my son here, you know, even before that, you know, the, the minimal memories that I have, uh, you know, with my father were when he picked me up was us going to Yonkers Raceway, you know, and me just playing while he sat there and gambled um, and bet on horses or whatever with his friends, you know, these were, or taking me to White Castle, 
you know, which was a which was a treat for me at, at that age. So you know, he decided he decided to disappear. He decided to disappear. You know, after that because he couldn't face it. After my mother threw that brick through his window and, con- and you know and confronted him on you know on 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 what he was doing while he why while he had me. And what that did was you know again you know um, I had a lot of love you know from from women and stuff you know in the neighborhood and my house and things like that or whatever and stuff. But the missing. You know what I'm saying? The missing male guidance and stuff that I had from him, you know, you know, affected me throughout my entire life. Yeah. You know, it, it, it um, it uh, it, you know, sometimes you know there were decisions like with my son now and stuff. You know, there are certain questions and things that he has to that he 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 needs to know as a young man and stuff. You know, and, and you know as he's developing, you know, so um, I'm I'm glad that I'm here and able to help him with those questions, right. you know, that you, you can't answer as a, as a, as a mother. Right. And, so, and yeah. I think that you are such an incredibly great father be- and so hands on because you were lacking that from your father. And I think you're such a caring person because your mother did take such great care of you. Right. But I do think that because you didn't have, you never saw a relationship that was healthy, right. that that's why you don't know how to have a healthy relationship. Right. Just like I don't, you right. know, and I think that, you know, I think we carry our pain with us through through our, our adulthood and we're still dealing with it yes. you know and so that's why i think that the reason why i got into so many bad relationships over time and didn't feel that i deserved love and then now as i get older i do feel like more and more i'm so happy that right. i have you in my life to love me for who i am and to be the person i am but i'm still see traces of that person a lot even when you know i'm like you're like oh can you make like can you take this to the kitchen you're like you're like my dish or whatever which is such a simple request because you cook dinner or whatever and i should be able to be like okay but it's like when but no i'm being completely serious and this is going to sound so crazy but i feel like i'm being my mom you know like having to take the dish from you to put in the sink and you know and and I, I know that sounds crazy. No, it, it doesn't sound crazy. I just don't want to like ever like feel, I don't want to be in my mom's position. My right. mom could not leave my father because, and I would ask her, I would say it all the time. I'd be like, mom, why can't we leave? Like we should leave. Right. And I'm a child saying this to her. Right. And she's like, because I can't afford to leave. Right. My mother was a teacher's age. She made like $17,000 a year. You know, mm-hmm. she worked on the weekends to another part-time job. Mm-hmm. My mother never felt on her feet enough to leave leave my dad and right. and that was the that was what she'd say she never said like because i love him because you know nothing else it was right. he she was because i can't afford to leave right and mm-hmm. i can't afford to leave and and you know he didn't do he wasn't great financially either like but right my point just being it's like i've spent my whole life either like being abused by men Mm-hmm. And also at the same time trying to stand on my feet enough so that I don't get stuck in a situation like my mother was stuck in a situation. And that's right. why I work really hard all the time. And, I, and I'm and i worried about I don't want to ever fall into that category of being my mom. Right. You know, and it's like so sad that I even feel like that because my mom's such a saint. Like I feel like my mom's a really nice, like a great person. She's an amazing person. She's right. so caring and loving. She's such a great person. But throughout my life, 
I've I've also at the same time have resented her for having me in that situation. Right. And I and I think like even early on in our like I feel bad for even my kids because when you know my ex was like abusive to me my children saw that early on in our relationship when things weren't good between us you Mm -hmm. know you know and i feel bad like for my kids that had to experience that Mm -hmm. and it's like you keep passing it down from generation to generation and i'm trying to stop that now i'm trying to halt it i want things to be different for everyone but it's like you learn all of the these are all learned behaviors from people before you and you just don't know how to be as a human you know but again it it comes it comes with practice and learning you know what i'm saying in order in order to in order to break the cycle and stuff you know what i mean with um you know again you know your father being in there showing you know that abusive you know and your mother staying in that abusive situation or whatever and stuff you know it it would it, it wasn't easy it wasn't easy for her you know just like so in the, in the reverse with my mother you know with my father disappearing and stuff you know again yes i had a lot of love but my mother you know she worked she worked in the healthcare industry um <clears throat> you know she would go to work in the morning she we, even though we lived in the bronx she lived she worked in queens you know so she would take the she would get up and take the train train to, to to Queens or whatever and stuff, you know, um, um, every morning the D train and stuff, you know, and then she would come home and then like on the weekends and stuff, she worked at the laundromat that was across the street from her, you know, this is how, you know, and everyone in the neighborhood loved my mother, you know, she, she just like, you know, so it made them love me, like, you know, so I would, you know, I would go in and, and, and hang out in front, you know what I'm saying, of the laundry, of the laundromat while she worked and whatever stuff, you know, and I would listen to all the old heads or whatever stuff around and I would see the other um the other uh, uh um um kids who who were who were fatherless also and stuff, you know, and you know, it was just mo- it was just mothers, you know, that, that that type of situation and us all just trying to find guidance and grow within, you know what I'm saying, and, and we would get into things and, and and do things that, you know, our mothers couldn't con you know, control us from doing is that we did need a man and stuff you know we did need a man there you know to give us to get to give us that guidance yes there were other men in my neighborhood that again like i said my mother was very 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 loved and stuff you know and respected and so in the neighborhood that you know would give me tools and and you know in school me they used to call me my nickname was chocolate milk when i was a kid and stuff you know why because i was always that kid drinking chocolate milk i'm gonna get some chocolate milk from the corner store Jer- jerry's ralphie and Jer- jerry's was a store and stuff you know so I used to get chocolate milk from the bodega on the corner you know all the time you know but again it 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 took time it took time for me to to learn things that if my father was in the house you know it would have been a lot easier for me to understand. Yeah. You know, I had to find and develop and understand on my own. And along, and what did that do? That made me make more mistakes. You understand what I'm saying? That made me. I had to learn from from. I had to learn from those mistakes in order in order to grow. In order to in order to break this. In order to break the cycle. And that's what we. We're here doing we're together. Yes, yes. yes. No, we're doing it. <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying? No one's saying it's going to be easy. And no one's saying, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be simple. It's definitely complicated in order to try to break generational, you know what I'm saying? Pain, yeah. you know, that, you know, def- definitely. But the fact of the fact that you're in it, you know what I'm saying? You're in it. 
you know, is like they used to say on G.I. Joe, it's half the battle. Right. You're just, uh, (laughs) I think we're just more self-aware about the, and the mistakes that we're we're trying to make because I remember like, I mean, not trying to make because, you know, I remember even like years ago, you sat down and talked to me and you said to me, like, we can't keep, we can't stay together. We can't because we're destroying, we're destroying the kids. Right. The The way we were fighting and, and, you know, undermining each other and saying things and, you know, to each other. And that was during the time that we were he- trying to heal as partners. Yeah. Yes. And But, you know, the healing process wasn't smooth for us. Right. So, and I remember you saying, like, I don't think that we can do this anymore because we're going to destroy our children, you know? And mm. yes, I think that definitely our children have seen turbulence between us. And I regret that. I regret that. Mm. I regret that. I felt like we should have been more mature enough to be able to step away when, instead of saying mean things to each other, you right. know. But we did make those mistakes. But I'm just hoping now that we've been better. We've been so much better. Yeah. I'm just hoping that, you know, we can try to, like, tell the kids and treat and tell the kids, like, you know, we made these mistakes. We're trying to be better. We're trying to break this this curse that's yeah. that we have, you know. Yeah. You have to learn for it. And even, like, again, so... Um, you know, when my when my father and my mother, like, years went on because I was so loved between, like I say, the women in the neighborhood, my, 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 my aunts, you know, family people who loved it. It was so much love. I didn't, you know what I'm saying, that, that stepped in for the love that he took away from me or whatever. But it did become an age when I when I got, like, 17, 18, and, I'm, and I asked my mother, I'm like, you know, like, where... Like what happened to him? And so right, you know, like, it became like where is this guy? Like, where is yeah. this guy? You know what I'm saying? And you know, come to find out, he still lived 20 minutes away and stuff. You that know, is from so where, ugly. where we lived. How I, do you just like? And he had a car. And then so you know, when my mother, you know, what I'm saying she she hunted him down, researched or whatever and stuff. And I never forget when he, you know, I was probably about 17, 18. I'm in high school, and you know, he showed up. You know what I'm saying? To my house, and I'm like, oh man, what happened? He and just I, showed up on his own no my mother reached out yeah you know my father was a rolling stone he had a lot of children everywhere different yeah. different and you're mothers. finding out about more yeah yes different mothers you just found out about that, more kids yeah different mothers things like that you know what i'm saying um and you know when he showed up or whatever stuff and i never forget i you know i came out of my house walked on my porch he parked in front and i'm like talked to him like hey what's up such and such whatever and i literally asked him and i said i said what happened what happened to you or whatever stuff and his response was that um i ran into one of your mother's friends and she told me that y'all moved yeah that just shows who he is right there so in my mindset and i'm taking a 17 year old vic you say to yourself this motherfucker doesn't give a fuck enough a fuck doesn't give enough a care enough about me to give me a good lie right you know what I'm and saying? maybe if you were 12, yeah. you would have believed it, but you're not. Yeah. You're yeah. like a young right. man. Yeah. So you know the fact that he said I ran into one of your mother's friends and she told me that y'all moved. No, he, probably, like, he probably he probably even tried to run into. Yeah. If he probably run into, he probably tried to have sex with her. I tried I to have sex with one of your mother's friends. Yeah. We, like like motherfucker, you didn't think to drive by and shit to check. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and, no, he and, didn't. In 12 plus fucking he thought years, of himself. you know what I'm saying or whatever stuff. So, but anyway, you know what I'm saying in. And even now, today, my father's still alive. He's in a nursing home now or whatever. You know, I've had, I've, I've forgiven him and stuff. You know what I'm saying? I have. You know what I mean? Because not for him. For yourself, it, yeah. For myself. Because I had to. 
When he go. got sick too, I Some just want I just want to say when he got sick too, Vic was like making him meals, soup, and driving it to New York yeah. to give him a meal. And I was like, I've never met his dad. I've right. not, and all this time that we've been together, I've never met him because. Yeah. And I think the reason why Vic keeps me away from him because he knows I'm gonna be like seriously. <laughs> Like, cause, because I'm right. the type of person, like, I'm yeah. feisty. I stand up for my own. Right. Meaning, like, if I love you, if, whether you're blood-related to me, like, my one of my best friends, whatever, you're my family. And right. I, I will stand up. And yeah. I, he knows. He doesn't introduce me. Because yeah. he knows I, we will go to the nursing home. He'll be sitting there. And I'm going to be like, fuck you, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, you left your son behind. Yeah. You know? And and so that's why I've never met him. And, I, and I'm okay. And I don't care to meet him. Yeah. But the point, the point is, at the end of the day, I think it's wonderful that you forgave him but when he was sitting there making those meals for him i was like really yeah you know but it's what? like you but he was like seeking something he's still it's he's still vic needed to still feel validated in that situation like he still felt like he needed that from his dad but i think you realized even after that interaction years ago yeah. you you were just never going to have what you needed from him yeah and it's, it's too late and yeah. stuff you know what i'm saying he's old as his faculties are not right. all there together but and you know and one last thing, you know, before before we go, that helped or whatever stuff is, um, I have, you know, again, my father was a Rolling Stone and stuff, you know, but one of my brothers and stuff, you know, <clears throat> one of my brothers, uh, Dennis or whatever, um, older brother, you know, um, uh, I remember he lives in New Jersey and I remember going over to his house and, you know, as adults and we're kicking and talking or whatever and stuff like that. And, you know, coming to find out, because for a very, very, very long time, I thought it was just me. Mm -hmm. I thought it was me he disappeared on and that he was good to his other kids and he was doing this and such and such. You know, there was just something wrong with me. But finding out from Dennis that he did it to him, did it to my sister, he did it to my brother Willie who passed away, you know what I'm saying, and, and you know, who, who was killed, you know what I'm saying, and like maybe two years after me and him started to get, after my father came back 17, when I was 17, and we started getting, you know, saying cool again, or whatever, my brother Willie was was was, was murdered. So, you know, with, with him disappearing on me when I was a kid, it took away a lot of those relationships that I could have had. Him disappearing, with it took away a lot of family. He took away a lot of stuff from me yeah. and stuff, you know what I mean? But, and if I try to hold on to that, all it's going to do is dig you deeper and deeper in the hole. Yeah. It's going to take you, it's going to put you closer and closer to the grave. Right. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? I'm about life. You know what I mean? We all gonna, we all got to go one day. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? It's just, it's, it's inevitable. Right. And stuff, unless somebody got some shit that I don't know about. And stuff, right. You know what I mean? And stuff, you know, so I'm about, I, I don't have time to, I, I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. I got some kids here that are great. You know, I'm trying to, you, you know, continue, raise them to continue to be great as yeah. adults or whatever, something like that. I, I, I have to put him to the back burner, even though, you know what I'm saying? And so, yes, I will make him some soup. You know what I'm saying, or whatever stuff. I will go have a conversation with him, or whatever stuff like that. At this, at 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 this age, at this, and he's in his late 80s, or whatever stuff like that. You know what I'm saying. You know what I mean. I will do that, or whatever stuff that now and stuff. You know, but yes, have I, you know, has it affected me throughout my life? His disappearing because of those his actions. Yes, absolutely. But I've learned and I've grown, and I'm here to break the cycle, and we're gonna break the cycle together. Are you like try, try I'm giving you a come on, are you come trying on, to dab me up? Yes, I'm giving you a dab. We're gonna make a cycle together because <laughs> I love you. I love this, <laughs> this is right. Bad Marriage for Life, life. <laughs> episode 11. Thank you for watching. Thank you. <laughs>
Okay, so I'm going to admit it. Our relationship is quite dysfunctional. My name is Jenny Boom Boom. Thank you so much for listening today. And if you want to learn more about our dysfunctional relationship, well, make sure and follow us on IG and on TikTok at Bad Marriage for Life. That's at Bad Marriage, the number four life. And also subscribe to our YouTube page, Bad Marriage for Life podcast. I'll talk to you on the next Bad Marriage for Life.